0: What it do and what it is This is the Sensei Said So Show I am your sensei VO sensei 24th Dread Kage Of the music clan Ooh. And I got Ooh. the man of a thousand Ooh. names with me Y'all already know who it is
1: It's Shadow the villain Shadow the what? Shadow the double pump Now pull your double cuffs up
0: one time One more time Welcome back to the show Appreciate everybody listening
1: mm. We going strong as ever.
0: Season two going strong. Appreciate Makon being on with us. Got a lot of feedback from that interview. It's it's good. This is what we want. We want to give you guys the conversation where you're you're hearing somebody who you normally only hear through their music get to explain their music, get to go a little bit deeper. I know that we try to do reviews and we have other people's opinion. But getting the artist's opinion about why they started doing music or where their music is going or what influenced their music, I think it's good. It ties you into your artist. Mm-hmm. So appreciate, of course, everybody who's listening. Keep subscribing. You can find the show wherever podcasts are found, wherever you're listening to the podcast.
1: Yeah, run and tell them. But we have an announcement.
0: Now, it's a it, one, it's a necessity. you got to have one of these if you... If you're trying to take the next step, you know, we preach about business and trying to take the next steps and evolve and grow. And you already know the show has to evolve and grow. But it's one of those things where I get asked often. I'm sure you have stories of people asking you about coming on the show.
1: Oh, yeah. All the time.
0: And we appreciate it. We definitely want to have as many people on the show as we can. But of course, we can't have everyone. It's like the VIP. Only some of us can get in. And if you do get in, then... then
1: it's because you are going to speak for and to the people. Exactly. So, no, don't, if you don't get in, no hard feelings. We got people representing for each and
0: everybody. So we're going to have a little bit more organization, a little bit more format, rather than just messaging me on Facebook. We're going to have the website. Yes, you ding, heard ding, right. Ding ding
1: ding ding ding. By the time
0: this episode comes out, it should already be up. SenseiSaidSo dot com. You already know. So even if you want to stop where you're at right now, go to the website. Start from there. You get to see everything the way you contact us. Give us your email. It's beautiful. It works on mobile, desktop. Yo, top, my top on top. (laughs) (laughs) So please, so please check the website out. Let us know what you think. Check out past episodes, music, all of that. Read the stories, backgrounds, descriptions about what we're doing, what's going on.
1: Get together with your friends and binge listen.
0: (laughs) So if you missed it, it's com. This is where we're going to continue the conversation. Many of you guys want to be a part of the conversation and you already are. This is just the next step. So that's how we want you to contact us. We'll go from there, get you on the show, get you at the live show. Whatever we got coming, we'll make sure that you know about it on the website first.
1: Amen. On clan. On clan.
0: But, you know, we also got other things coming up as well. So, Shadow, give him the calendar. What do we got coming up show-wise?
1: You know, we got a couple shows. You know, we're never quiet for too long in case y'all didn't notice. So we do have shows coming up November nineteenth is the first one at the Kilby Court and that's the Azizi Gibson show. Shout out to Azizi Gibson if hey. y'all haven't heard of him. He's he's actually a really great artist and he's been doing making a lot of noise really. So shout out to him. Shout out to Mind Body and Beats on the Bill. They're the ones that are gonna be opening for him. Um we're gonna guest appear, so make sure that y'all come out get get the merch, get vibe out with us come on you know we just we just want to see you guys there we want to see you guys having a good time in the city you know so
0: just cuz it's cold it doesn't mean shit's about to stop <laughs> got to keep shit <laughs> it hot it
1: never stop and then the November 28th is the pay it forward show and that is at Kilby Court Kilby also. Court as well it's also at Kilby Court and that is going to be a thanksgiving a thanksgiving show we're going to be giving the the proceeds to the homeless and to the needy so make sure y'all come out make sure y'all donate make sure y'all bring whatever y'all can and when we Camp say phones, donate jackets you know
0: yeah even if you don't have money please bring anything you can i know they're accepting all types of donations cuz like i just said it's getting cold And we all have the luxury, if you're listening to this, you might have the luxury of having a place to stay, having heaters and all these things that we do take for granted because we are in a first world country. But we do have people who don't have the same. So it's important for us to try to do our part, even if if it's a little part, to try to give back. Because I'll let you know right now, that shit does not look enjoyable you know, i, I got a, not,
1: I got a jacket and a scarf on and i'm still cold still cold so i don't know how they could do it i mean but that's what we're here to do we're, we're here to help and give back here on the sensei said so show so that's what we're about we're about giving back to the community and we're about uplifting and bringing our spirits up that being said our last show spilling into december <clears throat> is the loading dock
0: Loading Dock with
1: Ryan. That is the Loading Dock. So, uh shout out to our Seattle Connects. They they're about to come down and do a show at the Loading Dock. Make sure y'all come down. We'll have tickets, don't worry. So, there's going to be a lot of a, a lot of events to see our faces and to feel the vibe and to listen to the music. So, Make sure y'all stay tuned with us.
0: Got to, you know, we haven't seen you guys in a while since the Ugly God show. I think that was the last show. Appreciate everybody who came out to that. We want to see some more of the podcast listeners come out to the show as well. You know, we can have these conversations in the green room over a glass of sun, double cups up one time. Yeah, You can see it live. It's a perfect opportunity to keep the clan, you know, warm during these winter These winter months coming up, you know, we're going to continue to have more shows and everything like that. We have guests coming in from Seattle. Like you heard, we have guests. So we got to give them a warm welcome. And when we go out there, they're going to do the same. We already know we're going to represent. Now we got new music coming as well. New music video dropping. Seemed like people enjoyed Money Team. I hope you guys got a little bit of money to Money Team. Hope y'all ready for the visuals on those. Shout out to Enrique. Enrique. Enrique the one shooting that for us So appreciate him and the work that he does He's the one if you've come to a live show He's the man in the camera Who gives you those dope clips that you see On my Instagram If you <laughs> haven't seen him on the Instagram Good. You should go check him out It's pretty fun Sometimes I look at it, and I'm like damn That dude looks like he has fun and I'm like oh shit <laughs> I, I'm that dude <laughs> Anything you got coming up as well? Aside from that, I think we covered everything, right?
1: That's, those are the events coming up here. We'll have more, but y'all just stay tuned and just subscribe. Like we said, make sure y'all check out the website. That'll keep you guys updated. So but we got a guest com- coming up later, so we'll bring
0: him in here shortly. Yeah, we were talking about the stuff that's coming up in the future, but we got to talk about the episode right now. And right now, episode 15, we're going in with Tanner, FDM Media, we're gonna listen to some music that will bring him in, and we'll keep the conversation going on the Sensei Said So show. Show, 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 show. show. Yeah.
2: Mic check. Yeah. Let me talk to the people. Xavier Jordan.
1: Jordan. Don't open the door. Please don't let the devil in. Don't open the door.
2: Please don't let the devil in. Twelve is at the door. Please don't let the devil in. Twelve is at the door. Please, Please don't let the devil in. Knock knock, open up. Please don't let the devil in. Knock knock, open up. Please don't let the devil in. Knock knock, open up. Please don't let the devil in. Knock knock, open up. yeah. yeah. don't let the devil in. Knock, knock, Jalani cowboy standing at my door. No, I will not open up. Fuck you and my house, folks. If you wanna get in better, show up with the paperwork. Comply or I fucking die is not the way the system works. You must have amnesia because you forgot you work for me. Pixie, you don't work for free. You are still an employee. You are in the system with a set of rules I don't agree. Laws offer of the profit and the genocide of people like me. So you are not welcome. You ain't the devil welcome. is not welcome, welcome here. We do not mean trouble, but we do not stand in fear. But you have been trouble, bringing trouble for a couple years. Murder, Killing on the double, murder, mother you. shedding all them tears. So you are not welcome. You ain't the devil welcome. is not welcome here. We do not mean trouble, but we do not stand in fear. Uh. But you have been troubled, bringing trouble for a couple years. Killing Double, yeah, yeah, shade all the tears Don't open the, the door Please don't let the devil in Don't open the w- door. Please don't let the devil in 12 is at the door. Please don't let the devil in Twelve is at the door. Yeah end. Филь- jewel- Sadly, Please don't let the devil in Knock not m- open up <railgun> Please don't let the devil in Knock not hoping up Please don't let the devil in Knock, not hoping up Please don't
0: let the devil in you are listening to the Sensei said so show.
2: So. Protecting surf. Damn, y'all got some nerve. You gotta have some webos to think taking all my pesos is helping me in any way. Like Batman, come to save the day. Can I get a warning, nigga? Let me go my fucking way. See, I'm already late. Damn, I had to be at the office by eight. Is you a human man? Can you relate? Do you not realize why my people hate? You think you're above the law? Then I think I'm above it too. And every time you come around his middle fingers to your proof so you were not welcome The devil is not welcome here We do not mean trouble But we do not stand in fear But you have been trouble Trouble for a couple years Killing on the double Killing mother shedding all them tears. So you were not welcome The devil is not welcome here We do not mean trouble But we do not stand in fear But you have been trouble Trouble for a couple years Killing on the double, mother shedding all them tears. Don't open the door, please don't let the devil in. Don't open the door, please don't let the devil in. Twelve is at the door, please don't let the devil in. Twelve is at the door, please don't let the devil in. Knock knock, open up, please don't let the devil in.
1: The devil, is not here. Nah. the devil is not welcome here. And that was The Devil Is Not Welcome by Sensei. Hey, yo Sensei. Hey, <laughs> don't open the dough. Be sure to catch all the music and descriptions and more on the website, com.
0: One more time, that's com. You hear me? Are you listening? (laughs) Make sure you're listening to the conversation. And like we mentioned, we got a guest on today. Yes. Tanner from FDM Media, brother. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. I'm so happy to be here, guys. Now if you don't know this gentleman you've probably seen him around, you know, he he a member of the clan. When we do shows, he a member that he's somebody that you you've seen quite often. You've been around. Oh, I've been around. Been uh, around the block. It's it, it's been maybe what? 3 years now? I would say 3 years cuz I
3: was going through my computer the other day and I was uh looking for some footage of some project I was working on and all of a sudden I stumbled upon what was the what the uh, the origins of what would have been the first podcast if we uh had thrown it together.
1: Ooh, the fossils,
0: the the lost ark, <laughs> the lost tapes. See, before the Sensei said so, show was we had a we had another podcast. Was it the session? It was the session, and I
3: remember this. This is the house that we I don't even live in anymore. I mean, if that was to give you a perspective. Um, We first sat in our living room, and I was setting up the microphone and everything, and I was looking at the poorly rigged design, and I said, good God almighty, like, what was I doing at the time? But at the same time, here we are again.
0: Good times, but here we are. The Sensei Said So Show, we've even absolved the session and turned it into a segment to harken back to the... Twelve and a half people who tuned into that show. Hey. Oh, man. We appreciate y'all. If you're still listening, that's dedication. Let me know. I'll send you some chocolates or something. Some gift baskets You reach out to me.
3: I promise you, we'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah. One
0: way or another, I'll make it happen. There you go. So, Tanner, we know you. So, let's introduce you to the people. Tell them a little bit about who you are, what you do, and where you're from. Absolutely. Um, so, I moved to Utah here
3: about probably four and a half years ago now. Um, before that, I was a Idaho resident for, you know, since my first memory, if you will. Um, I grew up in a very small town back there, but at the same time, I decided to reach out of my roots, move to Utah, go ski some more, and here I am today.
0: What city are you from in Idaho?
3: I'm from Nampa, Idaho. And that's a... am <laughs> a I, yeah, Nampian. I, I, I'm, to, and a I, Nampian. <laughs> I'm a Nampian. And uh, to describe to you because most people don't know where that is, or that gives you perspective of what kind of town I grew up in. It is about 20 to 30 miles outside of Boise, which is the capital.
0: The only city we know. And that's got a
3: ripe population, last I checked, of 120,000. So we're only going down from there when we're going to Nampa. Um, But from there, moved here, skied, did that thing, and then I decided, you know what, I needed to start a business, because that is what my passions lied in, and school didn't suit me at the time. So, as of right now, I am a Utah resident of four years, like I said, and also a business owner here in the state of Utah doing media production, ranging from photography, video work, as well as motion graphics and whatever you can feel that suits your needs that I can accomplish. So,
0: If they want to see some of your work, where can they find you? They can
3: find me at fdm.media. And uh, I know that's not traditional, but you know what? Neither are we. Tell us, so, yes. That's what we like to do. So FDM dot media is where we yes. are going to be found.
0: So before we dive in a little bit deeper into what you do and your background, because you have an interesting story, you've been all around the world. We there's a reason yes. why we brought you on. Because like we say, we want to have the conversation with people that we need to have the conversation with. Sure, and that's that's who you are. So because you're here, we wanted to bring back a segment we started in season one. We've tried to carry it on, but I think this is the perfect time to bring back our segment, If You Were President. We call it If You Were President because at this point we are all qualified to be president. So we might as well start thinking about it.
3: Kanye's running in 2020,
0: so am I. Hey, I I can be president. Might put my name in it. All right, so if you are going to run against Kanye, what's going to be your, if you were president, what would you do? What would you change? You know,
3: you presented this question to me to help me get some guidance on what was going on today, and I've been thinking about this for a good minute, because we have someone right now that's in president presidential office, I should say, that is, for lack of a better term, not qualified, and uh, what I have to say about this is, you know, taking objectively what he's done and contrasting it to, you know, what Barack did for us, and I would say personally, I would go under the parental role, and the reason why I say something like this is you about we, to spank the country? No, you talking not about? At all, not you're at talking, all. you referring
1: to martial law? No, everybody not in at bed? All. About to have
3: America take a timeout? <laughs> no, I think we see parental roles differently because when it comes to parental roles for myself, um, I would say that I would be that person that's able to offer the empathy, but also be able to be the stern you know, this is what you're going to do and you're not going to like it kind of parent, but also at the same time, be able to say, I'm going to give you perspective as to why this is going to happen, but I'm also going to show you support in areas where I know that you're going to need that support. Because at times, you know, you've got to be the parent and you've got to say, this is what's going to happen. But also at the same time, you've got to recognize where they can't make up the difference and you've got to help encourage them through that. So and maybe- that is where we're lacking right now.
0: So Big let me time. ask you then, because some people, if we're playing devil's advocate, if we're saying your 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 competition, they may say, well, we're free. Why do you feel and in what areas do you feel like taking a more parental role as a president would be beneficial
3: right now? I would say we need to get back on track.
0: I think think
3: that's... Back
1: on track. Back on track. (laughs) Back on track. And this is
3: why. I know a lot of people be like, well, what track? You know, America doesn't... That's a good point.
1: What track? Where's the track? track? So this
3: is what I feel like. I feel like there has been no person that has come into a position where alignment is key. You know, when you go to play a guitar, you have a standard tuning. And that is where your alignment is, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right now, we have not had an alignment in any direction. And so what I would say to something like that, I would say... We need to find where we are. We are a freedom based country, but we also need to have some responsibilities and we also need to have some disciplinary actions that occur when people act out. And so we need to recognize where we are falling short and we also need to recognize where we are, you know, not taking enough accountability for our poor decisions. And I feel like as a parent, you are able to pinpoint those areas and. Be objective about it you know that's the big thing is you can be objective about it you can say okay you know as a kid like say you didn't clean up your room you're gonna get in trouble for that but also you got an a on your progress report i am so stoked you did that and like in the same sense as a country i feel like there is times where we need to say all right this state is lacking severely in the ability to pick up their own slack but also at the same time, this state is doing a really good job, and we need to make sure that people are recognized for something like that.
0: And I'm glad that you went that route, because that's what I was gonna ask you next. Is so are you treating each state like one of your kids? So now you got fifty kids. <laughs> yes, you Joseph. got
1: fifty kids, and each fifty kids gonna get their ass whooped if they don't act right. That's what he saying. Absolutely. So we look of- at this. So you
3: say, I grew up in a family of five, okay? So if that gives you perspective. We are talking here I was understanding of my three sisters and my other brother so I had to understand okay this is okay to do but this is not and in the same sense that is the same way that we need to in- interact with each other and that can go down to statehood level too and within like so any state So what do you do
1: so what do you do with the rebellious child that don't listen and disrespect you
3: you know, there's proper disciplinary actions, but the beatings could.
1: don't work. You know, you know, we all got some children, and then beatings just don't work. They just bad. They just poor. They just. i call
3: nine one
4: one. You can't hit me. <laughs> I know my rights.
1: <laughs> what do you do with those that just can't seem to play along with others?
3: So for those that can't decide that they want to interact with others, they don't get to interact with them. You know, (laughs) we'll we'll flat out we'll take them and say, you know what? We're going to put you aside to the point where you cannot interact with other states.
0: So this is timeout.
3: This is Uh timeout. Which state do you see yourself putting in timeout first? Ooh, that's a tough one. I have a few states on my mind where I'm just like, you guys are just acting out of line, (laughs) left and right. Let us (laughs) us know this state with no water. Number one. Yep, (laughs) absolutely. Um, personally. As, as the a president. Parent, as a president, as a parent, I feel like education is number one for me, right? Because education defines the point of what we are as a country because we're only as strong as our weakest link, right? Right. So right now, and I could be very wrong if I'm misquoting this, so I apologize to anyone out there that's going to run after me for saying this, but I believe it is Indiana that has. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Scratch that. Kansas. Kansas is on the docket right now that is going to be in timeout until they get their education up because they are still teaching creationism in school. Ooh. They don't even believe in evolution as a part of their curriculum. And that is basic 101 knowledge as far as science goes. And I'm a very big science person. And uh, if you cannot believe in the fact that Darwinism exists yeah, and like that sort of thing, we need to put you in timeout, catch you up to speed, and then we'll let you go play with the rest of the kids.
0: So let me ask you then, have you always been a scientific person or did you become that way? What, I became that way. How did you way. start? How, okay, so
3: I would say I've always been scientific in the sense, but I was also blindly misled to some degree. I don't know. I, I can't knock my parents for raising me the way they did because they knew what was best for me in their own mind. Right. They were the parent role. Absolutely. Absolutely. But for me personally, I've always been a big science person because I'm always one to fact check things. So with being the science background, you always have to fact check things. And I've always ran with that, but I was raised Mormon. Um, I was Mormon up until the point I was graduated from high school and decided that I needed to figure out if I wanted to go on a mission or not. Oh, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at that point, I decided, you know what? You know there's a mission route where I'm going to go out and tell people how to live their lives and I better damn believe everything that I'm going to be telling them that they should live because if there's any point in time where they're going to say why I need to have a good reason as to why I do it and as why they should do it and they are going to be you know in a different culture they're going to be a different mind frame I grew up in Idaho like what does a Texan believe? What does a you know, a New Yorker believe? What does a South African person believe? So I, why
0: did you take the route away from that? Why did you decide not to go on the mission? Not to go to Botswana or <laughs> <laughs> So for me it was okay.
3: Well, I'm going to be preaching some doctrine to people that may or may not, you know, understand everything. So what it came down to was I was a big science person, like I said, and I need to go fact check things that are going to happen. So I went on the Internet and I started fact checking everything I was taught. And as I started fact checking, the, bull of, <laughs> the ball of wool started unraveling more and more. So there was nothing left of my religion, if you will. And... For me, that was a big deal because, as you know, I was raised 18 years very heavily Mormon. My dad was a bishop. I was fully bought into hook, line, and sinker of this religion right? up until the point where I started researching it, and it came unraveled so quickly, I was out within a week. Ooh.
0: So how did yeah. the church take
3: that? So when I first decided at that point, there was the first stop, and it was the, okay, do I believe in Mormonism anymore? Okay, well— Well, let's define what Mormonism is. And I started picking apart the points, and it said, you know, there was um, probably vaguely misquoting Gordon B. Hinckley here, one of the Mormon prophets before Thomas S. Monson, who is the current prophet right now. He said if it's either all true or it's not. And what it means by that is if there's parts of the church that don't make sense or are not proven to be true, then you can't believe it, you know. So – It came down to, for me, like going off of Joseph Smith's history, and I couldn't believe it. It was just all a bunch of nonsense that was whitewashed by the LDS church. And so I said, you know what? I can't decide this. I'm done. That's it. So I go to my bishop, and I sit down with him, and I set up an appointment, and he's like, okay, so tell me what's going on. I said, I'm done. And he's like, what do you mean you're done? I said, I am done with... I'm finished. I am finished. yes. I am finished. I am done with the LDS church, and it's nothing against you. And I wanted to make sure I made a point of that, because so many people, when they leave the LDS church, are accused of having harsh resentments to the LDS church afterwards.
0: Is that like true, or is that the church trying to spin the narrative? I
3: would say, honestly, it's about a 60% split. And I would say 60% of the people don't have an issue with the LDS church. 40% leave and do. And the reason why is because I think a lot of them hold resentment for the fact that there, a lot of their lives were absorbed into something that was a lie. I mean, say, for instance, tomorrow, everything you knew about your bank. They told you everything you knew about your bank, and they said they were going to give you this, that, and the other. And then tomorrow they say, oh, just kidding. We're done. And we, you signed a piece of paper that said it was okay that we could do this. And you agreed to it, so it's okay. So legally standing, it's okay. But you have harsh resentments now to that bank because you just realized,
0: I got lied to. Right. What the hell? So you didn't have any resentment, so then how did they handle it?
3: So they handled it like, well, you know what's true. This is what my bishop told me. Vaguely remembering here, 18 at the time, so it was a couple years ago, five years, six years. years—and. He said to me, he said, well, you know it's true, and your parents know it's true. So therefore, w- you're, you're lying to yourself at this point. I said, no, I thought I knew it was true. And after doing research, I do not believe this anymore. Oh, your Bishop might
0: have been a pimp. He hitting you with that uh, pimp knowledge. <laughs> <you see laughs> he it. said, you know what you're doing is right. <laughs> if you think it's wrong, then you're lying and to everybody, yourself.
3: Everybody doing it. Just <laughs> hop on. Come on. Fall and in line. That is exactly what happened. I said, no way. I'm done. I'm over this. I can't do this anymore. I don't feel it's right for myself, and this isn't what I want to do anymore. So the bishop said, okay. And I said, well, as I was leaving, I said, please do not contact me wherever I move to because the LDS Church go? is great for doing that. They'll so hunt you down. And how did that go? Did they contact Ooh, you? Oh, buddy. So <laughs> right, know, right after that. He just that, told you. Of course. And, so after that, they uh, they reached out to me about a week later, and they said, the secretary of the stake president. This is how bad it escalated because we were in such a tight-knit uh, L- uh, LDS Idaho community. It was escalated to the stake president, which is overseeing many wards, which is like basically seeing many churches. And they said to me, the the secretary called me, and he said, hey, can we set up a time for you to meet with the stake president about Oof. this thing you said to the singles ward bishop and i said no i said i have nothing to say to him i said what i needed to say to the bishop and if he can't communicate that effectively then that's not my problem and i said at that point i'm declining this and it's out of no resentment towards him i just i've said what i need to say and i don't want to ask es- or continue to talk about this any further
0: and that was it <laughs> yeah i sound escalated. like you needed your lawyer with
1: you <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what we'll do is we're gonna listen to a song you know this sounded like when you left, the LDS Church was trying to put in that work to get you back. So we're going to listen to work by our boy Ivy hey. on clan. And then we'll come back and we'll keep talking to the boy Tanner. Get more. It's the place to have the conversation. This is the Sensei Said So Show.
5: Subscribe. Let's Mark. Never perfect, gotta get up off the dirt and try to send another verse and make it worth it. To be serving my purpose, motherfuckers, I'm working. This oh, is when a person gets a little bit of courage and the nerve to stand up when I'm hurt, but I gotta resurface, motherfuckers, I'm working. Bitcha, oh, bitch, I, bitcha, I, bitch, I, let that ass, I'm always working. Bitcha, oh, oh, bitcha. I, bitch, I, When the rain came, life could be a gift and a bitch on the same day. Got pissed and I gave thanks because every ignorant incident paved way. Well, I sit to the place safe, so content with the trends and the pensions that they make. till the end if they ain't great, not a sin left in their bank. They pray for me, but they help. Ain't no one's welcome, I'ma get it myself. That's power at will. Ain't that type of record that gon' sit on your shelf, motherfuckers. I melt any sort of obstacle that come in my way. I'm taking the impossible, I bring in my brain. I kept to take a shot in the dark, and I never thought it was fuck. I'll be through the hard times. make up my name I'm say keep working.
0: Listening to the Sensei said so show
5: that I can't even see in myself. The difference between you
0: and me is I don't subscribe to the Sensei said so, so show work.
5: Blood on my hand got the heart of a line, but I good as a man less work. Do what I can, what would have happened if I never took a chance, let's work. Blood on my hand got the heart of a line, but I good as a man, let work. Do what I can, what would have happened if I never took a chance? I Work my fingers dead bone, I say I'ma keep on working until I see the throne one day. One day, work my fingers dead bone, I say I'ma keep on working until I see the throne one day, one day. Never gonna quit, I never plop out. I swear I'm ten, toes deep. That I never been a bit of a stop now, put it on my watch, I get no sleep. Fuck, I'm supposed to do, fuck, I'm supposed to say Better hit the ground, moving. never been the one to be found Doing nothing, not till I'm drowning in money This gon' be published, this gon' be sold This one's gon' get my name written in gold This gon' break budgets. just all your roll This for my youngest, that's missing the soul have not needed this for a long time now One thing's for certain Put my heart and my soul inside Motherfuckers, I'm working
0: It was Work by Ivy. Like you know with the music, you can always find it in the description. Also, you can find it on com. Speaking of websites, check out Ivy's website. You know, he a friend of the pod, member of the clan. So you want to check that out, GetItRight.com. Yep, That's yep. Get it right with a W. Make it sure you get w. that right.
1: Make sure you get that right on the double. Because if you get it wrong, you failing.
0: Maybe he needs to have that as his tagline. We'll run it by him. As you know, we still have Tanner from FDN Media on. Appreciate you giving your backstory and everything. So we also wanted to bring you on to get your your opinions on some of the stuff that goes on. As you know, we've already told the listeners, if you haven't heard this before, you haven't listened to enough episodes. These are not conversations we just have on air we have these types of conversations all throughout the day we just take a piece of it and give it to you all it's a glimpse just no glimpse so recently we've seen a very fast and furious fall (laughs) from grace oh lord fall from once a throne (laughs) to parts unknown
1: Ooh. Who should we start
0: with first? Should we start with the sentencing of your boy Meek Mill? Or should we start with... That's a tragedy. That one's a tragedy. Is it more tragic than what's going on with Tyrese right now?
1: That's a catastrophe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. That's that the difference.
1: So Shadow's <laughs> Choice, where do we start? We should start with the with the catastrophe
0: <laughs> and work into the tragedy. Okay, so let's start with Tyrese, because this is an onion that I want to peel back the layers. On one side, it's a very empathetic catastrophe. He's, He's dealing with custody battles. As a father myself, I couldn't imagine not being able to see my daughter whenever I wanted, let alone not see her at all. So I definitely empathize on that level. He is crying about multiple things. And anytime we're talking about a grown man crying, there's two things that (laughs) I literally
1: crying though. One,
0: he's literally crying, (laughs) which I mean be in touch with your emotions, whatever. But on Instagram, boy. (laughs) But on Instagram, get it together, Reese. Can I call you Reese? Reese, Reese. Come on. (laughs) So. Is there ever a scenario, and I can ask this to both of you, what scenario would you find yourself in where you would think that it is okay to cry on Instagram?
3: Is never an answer? Because, like, I'm going to go with that because I looked at this video because I hadn't seen it before, and you were like, hey, have you checked this out? And I'm like, no, I don't. You showed it to me, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, you know, there's, like, the honorable cry, like, oh, man, like, he's going through some tough stuff, and it's just like... No, no, just that's where you hit the end button. And then it asks you if you want to say this, you say no. And you exit out of Instagram, <laughs> oh. you log out, you throw your phone in the fucking trash. Like you walk away from that. Cause that was mortifying. You
1: know, he was live. You, <laughs> you know, he was live crying,
0: real tears. Can I give a, can I give a little bit of a hot take? I don't think I've heard, you know, I've listened to this conversation happen without, whether it's Jesus and Miro or on the breakfast club, wherever they're talking about this, but This is an opinion I don't think that I've heard. If you're going to cry and be emotional and you're an actor, shouldn't it be a little bit entertaining? Like, I'm not saying entertaining in terms (laughs) of like, should he entertain us? But you should watch it and be like, like, damn, like, like imagine if Leonardo DiCaprio had that moment. Is it like watching like a a
3: car wreck? Because at that point, it's just like, oh, man, you're just like. Oh, you like turn away? You're like, I don't want to see this, but like, goddamn, this is gonna be entertaining as hell. It wasn't
1: that. No, because
0: it it looked like bad acting.
1: (laughs) You wanted it to be a well emotionally invested monologue that he was gonna spill on camera. If he was gonna spill on camera, is that not his profession? I mean, it is. (laughs) If I'm gonna come on this, not only that, but he's also an R and B singer.
0: (laughs) Oh man! So to be honest, you're right. So my stakes, my expectations are not too high. No, he was an ugly crier. End of story. For
1: as talented as he is, and, and for as many fans as he has, he should have done something a lot more touching. You're right. Instead of broke down. Like Do you a, think he has auto-tuner
3: on live, t- uh, like a live feed? That's I think that would have been at least more entertaining if he was crying in an auto-tuner.
0: So you have the dad aspect of it. Allegedly, he, he couldn't see his daughter because he was spanking the baby. We don't, I don't want to even go into that because that's opening up a door for all types of bullshit. We don't know what happened. So let's leave the father aspect there. He should have been a little more entertaining. The other thing is him begging other millionaires and billionaires for money. Oh, Lord. So this is where my empathy stops. If you have a Benny in your backyard, <laughs> you should never be asking anybody for money or food at that matter. So. <laughs> I've heard that some celebrities like the Smith family have reached out and given him upwards of $5 million. But, but
1: I did read on the Bleacher Report that that was false.
0: So no one's that given him money. Will
1: Will and Jada came out in a statement say that they haven't given him any type of money to help him with this situation. They've, they've reached out to him and, and wish him all the best, but... They gave him millions of dollars worth of advice. <laughs> but yeah, but they said they claim, yeah, but according, to the, uh, according to the post that, that they put, uh, Will Smith and Jada uh, said that they never gave him any type of actual
0: compensation. I wonder, <laughs> if, he, you wonder if he put that out. Because, you know, if you're crying on the Internet about people not giving you money. Do you keep the narrative of the beggar putting his hand out, or do you make it sound like, hey, they gave me money. You know, Somebody else should give me money, too. Right. It's the
3: same guy that is the beggar that puts $5 in his cup beforehand so other people feel bad for him and actually put shit in.
0: God, Tyrese is a professional panhandler. They look like it. Uh-oh. He acting like it. <laughs> and it might be his new profession, because the next level of this is him going and beefing with The Rock. Oh, Reese. Lord. Reese. Reese. Don't you feel like you bet off a little more? I know you chew? dark
1: skin, bro. I know you are, I, and, and and but you let, got you're letting us down. You're letting us all down right now.
0: You didn't hear that he got traded
1: Did he, for the Rock? Did we take the Rock? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I saw on. Of course, this is where the Black delegation does our trades on Twitter. <laughs> I think we traded Tyrese for it was maybe like Drake and uh, and D. Ray Davis.
1: Oh wow. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I will take D-Ray for sure. That's a pretty fair trade, fair (laughs) trade. So if you didn't know, the issues with Tyrese and The Rock, when two men are beefing, it's only about basically two things. It is either about money or it is about women. Jeez. Now, Tyrese already has all the women troubles he can handle. So luckily for him, it was about money. I guess not lucky. Well, saying, with his panhandling skills. To be
1: honest, they, he has both problems in effect right now at the same time.
0: I got ninety nine <laughs> problems, and all of them are bitches and money. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to go call up Jay Z. Right. right, He probably did. <laughs> I would hope.
3: I think he's got. He's got. A, if he, you remember my fave five whatever on T Mobile, he better have one of those on him on Jay Z.
0: And Jay-Z does not have him. He said, New number who this You know when they get like that
1: in the upper circle, they start to block numbers real quick. You don't even have the right cell phone. They just throw the cell phone away. Oh, Tyrese has this? Oh shit. Can't even use the iPhone no more. We're, we're talking to Jay-Z, like, so you hear about you hear about Tyrese? Yeah, he might hit your phone
0: later this week, so Nah Beyonce probably be like, you seeing this shit? If Tyrese called, you better not give him no money. <laughs> So he needs the money because apparently he's paying thousands of dollars in child support. When you have a Benny Benihana's in your backyard, maybe sell the Benihana's. I don't know. I'm not your financial advisor. So he was waiting on the check for Fast and Furious. You know, they're on like Fast and Furious 287. They're about to go to space on the next episode. <laughs> Honda's on Mars. No gravity with the NOS. That's all foreign. It's still Everything about family. <laughs> So they decided that they were going to push that movie back, which he claims was supposed to pay him $15 million in order to do a Hobbes movie. Because The Rock is literally probably the most popping person on the planet right now. You think about what The Rock has done. He's had multiple movies with Kevin Hart to San Andreas. He even had he was in a Disney movie. He I was going to say
3: Disney even hires him.
0: The big one, the biggest one, you know, this year's Frozen. He was in Moana. He was in the, the rundown. The rundown he's, he's, absolutely. He's literally in, he's, he has his hand in everything in Hollywood. So Tyrese decides to do the logical move of saying, of drawing a line in the sand and saying, I am not going to do any more Fast and Furious movies. You will not see Roman Pierce in space <laughs> if. The Rock is present if Detective Hobbs is in the movie. Now, Tanner, you make decisions. You're a businessman. You're a man of business. Sure. If you were casting a movie, would you rather have The Rock or Tyrese? Absolutely,
3: The Rock. The man's versatile. We'll talk about that first. I mean... This past week alone, but there was a—I don't know how many people out here follow Reddit—but there was a subreddit that said, "Who is the modern form of masculinity in a father figure?" And like the number two, three pick was The Rock, and it was strictly because he takes the time out of his day to care about the average person, and he is—you know—everything else on as far as the charge. You know, he's masculine. He's this, that, and the other. He's had so many roles and he, he had so an many action parts. Action
0: figure. You're on a different level if you have a toy that looks like you.
3: <laughs> I mean, he was on WWE, was he not? Yes. Oh, no. Was he? No, he? was the Rock. He was the Rock on WWE. I don't this know if many people. This was
0: even WWF. Where are even back. Oh man, that was I on Channel it. Nine for me.
3: Um, but <laughs> you know, you know, when you start out as a, you know, a. Uh, I can't say pro, I put that in quotation marks, pro uh, wrestler, and then you go and decide to make Disney movies afterwards, I can't say Tyrese got a leg on that. Like, he is uh, definitely, you take resume for resume, I don't even need a cover letter for The Rock.
1: Unless you want an R&B tape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if The even Rock can get you an I... R&B tape, but even then,
0: honestly, well, <laughs> I to, to
1: act in the movie,
0: to act in the music videos, you might need The Rock. <laughs> I would bet on The Rock being able to probably do it. I mean, so he hit a He's couple throwing of money at him, I feel like. And be good at it. I mean, The Rock is kind of just good at the shit he wants to do. It, it's it's a gift practice, for some people. Yeah.
1: You can learn, so he'll practice. Multi-talented people.
0: So Tyrese is making very fast and furious, terrible decisions. Because if he's going to miss out on a $15 million check because of ego, shit, I'll be Roman Pierce. I'll take your position. All he does, he's comedic relief. If you've watched the Fast and Furious movies, he's the per- his his role is interesting because he basically just doesn't want to do shit all movie. We're about to take this Lamborghini and we're gonna
2: drive it into a tank. Oh hell no, I ain't gonna do that.
0: <laughs> we're about to take these submarines, tie it up to a, a our Subarus, and try to pull it in a different direction. Oh hell no, that's not a good idea. Like <laughs> I can do that. Oh. Uh, What he's doing is not very hard.
3: (laughs) I feel like that's every person in like a nursing home. (laughs) <laughs> like he is doing a nursing home role. It's like you're about to tell him your career moves as like a student or like anyone in your like mid twenties, you're like, Oh hell no, you definitely shouldn't do that. That is a poor decision all across the board. Trust me on this. he's been playing
1: that role for, for ten years now.
0: He <laughs> literally has made a profession on fussing over shit. Oh
1: fussing over that. and doing
0: it. <laughs> he really since since Tanner was here talking about religion, I'm gonna give a religious reference for some of my people listening. Tyrese's role in that movie was really the deacon at the church who just got mad at shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just just them like kids it. out
0: there just again. Didn't like Dim kids not sitting in the front row. <laughs> them kids wearing them shoes. Those girls with they short skirts. That was Tyrese the whole movie. I can do that. So don't make those bad decisions. Speaking of bad decisions, we had another fall from grace. And this is an interesting one. And this is one that Shadow, I think you're pretty sympathetic about. This is a tragic one. He calls it tragic. I call it an example of law of attraction being in play. <laughs> and it is the, the potential fall of Meek Mill. Now, if you want to set it up, let him know what happened and why Meek Mill might be on his way all the way out. I don't, th- I don't believe he's all
1: the way out. That's far. So far. I think Meek is going is, is to overcome this and bounce back and be stronger. So shout out to Meek Mill. But... Currently, in the situation that he's in right now, it's not looking promising because, he, according to the Washington Post, he's looking at two to four years in prison for violating his probation. In case y'all were wondering, off of a 2008 drug and uh, weapons charges, and the problem is, is that the judge that they were Meek is thinks the judge is railroading him and it's hard to see otherwise that's the problem
0: so on the sensei said so show i often play the devil's advocate role so i'm gonna do it here again so you're saying that it's hard to see that happening but allegedly the reason why he violated his parole was something about him beating up safari does that seem to this
1: it, no, <laughs> it? no it wasn't about him beating up safari they they had a little altercation outside a nightclub, but he, I, you know, it, it was what it was. I ain't gonna speak An on him An altercation, yes, we'll say altercation. Him beating up somebody, yes, we'll nothing like that. <laughs> but yeah, he did have a he did get arrested a couple of times throughout the year for <laughs> for reckless behavior. That's just what we gonna call it. We just call it for for acting a little outrageous. But he also didn't go to jail or
0: get you know booked for any of those for any of those accounts. What the what I from my research, what I did, what the judge said was even though that charge, and there was another charge that got drunk, I think that got dropped, sorry. I think it was a traffic violation or something, that was the other one that got dropped. The judge basically said, that's enough. You fucking around enough. You habitually stepping over the line enough that you're not respecting the rules of probation. What say thee to that?
1: I mean, I was was listening to the Breakfast Club, and they were talking about how his lawyer, that is lawyer, the quoting of his lawyer, and his lawyer spoke on how the DA and his PO both insisted no jail time to the judge, and the judge ignored both of them and still proceeded to give him two to four years for violating probation. So, I mean, I'm not saying that he didn't break the law or he didn't commit a crime. I'm just saying that was a little heavy handed of an, of an example for somebody that isn't even within the, within the statute to even comment on what was going on, on the situation. You know, it was, it was years ago, you know, he's been made bounds and moves since then. So to bring him back and to bring him down and charge him and, and really holding him down, hold him down for that is, 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 it's tragic. It's heartbreaking. It, it's it exposes the justice system with f- f- the flaws that it has because, you know, you got people out here getting getting off on rape for uh, for six-month six month sentences for rape just because they in college and on the swim team, and it's just, you know, it's crazy.
0: You do make a good point, and yeah, we definitely wish the best. We hope that nobody has to go to prison. That's not what we wish on anybody, except for some people. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. If you out here tying people up in closets and shit, like, just check yourself in. Please, for the sake of all of us, but let's just chronologically. If we go through Meek Mill and the recent time he've ha- he's had, let's say since he decided to go one on one with the Drake boy mm. and lost, tragically got swept, seven game series didn't even make it to f- <laughs> four games. So that happens. His albums—they're uh, not—they don't do what his other albums did. You start to see the the aftermath of the beef affect his sales that has to affect your pockets mm-hmm. he gets in a high profile relationship of course it ends quickly he starts acting all soft on the internet Starts oh, taking shots starts yeah. talking about her all those kind of things so i want to ask both of you because when i add all of these up i understand that history repeats itself nothing is new under the sun so i have i had to have seen this story before and then it hit me. Sounds a lot like Ja Rule. You, Ja Rule. <laughs> Is Meek <laughs> Mill this generation's Ja Rule? And
1: can you please explain to the people what that means? So,
0: Ja Rule, top of his game. Hip-hop, going strong, making hits, just like Meek was. Decides to go one-on-one with a superior rapper, Drake. 50. 50. They get bodied as everybody knew would happen. After that, L's just start piling up after that, after that, after that. It may be like the injury Gordon Hayward had, and he's going to try to come back, and it may lead to just more hurt, more Don't hurt, Don't you more dare hurt. speak on our shooting guard like that. What is wrong with you, Ray? He's what? not your shooting guard. He's your sitting guard because he's not <laughs> shooting anything.
1: The only thing he is shooting for is more wood to be sitting on on that bench. Y'all are so disrespectful. Check the record. We're moving. Shout out to Kyrie. We're, we're gonna talk about we're gonna get in the zone in another that, day. Right. So let's. Lonzo Ball scoring no points. Anyways, hey. no <laughs> goose taking it on the Lakers. But go ahead. Passing and <laughs> <a>
0: rebound. <laughs> <Home>. <laughs> Playoffs. Kuzma. We're okay. Shout out to that's my guy. So, just L's after their beef. So it's like their beef. They attracted a beef. Lost their beef, and then the law of attraction said, "Okay, you receive L's no matter where you go." And now ja Rule is at El Pollo Loco. And (laughs) Meek Mill might be going to prison. Oh, (laughs) for sure. I don't even know. He wished he was an El Polio loco at that point. So let me know in the comments if I'm bugging or is Meek Mill the new Jar rule? You can ponder that while we take a musical break and then we'll come back with more.
4: I learned a lot from them hustlers. Yeah. Learned you gotta keep a stick. Ay. Learned to never trust a sucker. Yeah. Learned to never trust a bitch. Yeah. Learned you gotta keep a bag. Ooh. Learned how to spot a snitch. Damn. Learned to never ever brag. Ah. Crisis cancels have assists. Ah. But one thing I didn't learn was how to lose. It's true, they hate to see me win, but in my face, is stand proud of you. I took a nigga's queen, that's a power move. Yeah, yeah. Never start shit and run from it, that's what cowards do. Nah, nah. I'm making bread, no scones. Ooh. Checking prices on arms. Hey. If you left when I was alone, it's too late, please don't yeah, call my yeah, phone. Yeah. New number, who this? New number, who this? Hey. New number, who this? Hey. New number, who this? Hey. Hey. I put the bullshit on hold. I picked up on how to get rich. Yeah. New number, who this? Hey. New number, who this? Took the city on my own. Yeah, respect big from the vents. True. Turn the chair to a throne. the roof. 50 ribs. Could've even fucked your girl, but she can't offer more than sex. I'm all about that proper loan. I'm always running up a check. I need a ride for my queen. I need a yacht and a jet. Those will put me up some lean. I can feel it in my chest. Guns full of blue dream. Microdoses keep me feeling fresh. Couple hundred stuffed in my jeans. I'm a hundred, baby, that's a bet. I won't stop till I'm in the bins with the roof gone. That's true. All these niggas hating could get cut like a coupon. Get sliced. No NBA jams. I'm on fire. Y'all lukewarm. About to plan a trip down. Italy literally I'm too
0: You are listening to the Sensei said so show 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 number who
4: this new number who this new number who this new number who this I put the bullshit on hold I picked up on how to get rich new number who this 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 I put the I get
0: rich New number, who, New number, who so that was who this by Shanghai music's in the description you guys already know that by now because you're listening to the songs you're playing them back when you' cooking you' cleaning and that's why we did the podcast so we appreciate all the listeners all and the that's love. why we're dropping the website. So we're asking again, please check the website Tell out. Tell where it's at. Said so.com. You already know. Click it. About to go see this. So before we go, Tanner, you know, anytime we have a guest who's cultured, who's been around the world, seen a, seen a couple things, time hasn't talked on a young hit his dreams. Quote it. Hey. <laughs>
4: mm.
0: What I want to do is I just want to ask, you've been to different countries. Tell the people where you've been. What's on your passport right now?
3: Oh, man. Well... As far as countries I've stayed in, I would say Switzerland, Rome, China. Hit Amsterdam for a minute. Yeah. uh, Italy, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There's a few of them I've definitely hit. And uh, yeah, been a world traveler, I don't know, for a little bit. And uh, seen some stuff, experienced the things, tried some food, got sick off food. And
0: uh, yeah, I've been around. So let's get some stories from around the world. What's the... Give us a funny story or something that that you know that happened to you, and you're like, I can't believe this. I'm not in America anymore.
3: Okay. Um, I think what would be the biggest thing that would be the tipping point for that was in Switzerland. And unlike here, there is no you turn off the bar at a certain hour. And I'm not saying that like, oh, Utah has that 1 a.m. curfew law, whatever. Right. No, you are in the bar from as long as you can keep up until they throw you out. And. This bar I went to had the biggest fucking bouncer I'd ever seen. And he was from, I wanna say Russia or Eastern Europe somewhere, because this guy was no joke, like 6'10, 6'11, and spoke only in vodka, because like <laughs> that guy was so Russian, I couldn't understand his accent. He was the most gentle person if you could not like, like upset him. And it, it, you know, it was beautiful. But the second that switch snapped, he would turn on you like every bear would he would just throw you out of the club pick you up fucking huck you out did not care and that was like incredible to me that there was that duality just from the bouncer is once you get in it was just like a whole different world. You had groups of people that were singing along to these German songs that you had no idea what the fuck they were saying. <laughs> you had an entirely different people uh, playing foosball on the other side of the club. You had an entirely different group of guys that were hitting on all the same girl. And there was only like four of them. <laughs> and I'm not talking like maybe like a handful of guys like the 60-40 ratio that we have here. No, no, no. We're talking 90-10. Like, there is about 10 girls in the bar, and there is 90 dudes all hitting on these 10 different girls. So take your number. And (laughs) in the middle of this bar, there is a door you can go through. And if you know the owner, then you can get through this door. But, like, it's a sideway door where you can put your coat up because it was really cold there. And then there's a back room. And this back room is known to so few people, but it was really cool to me because you go in this back room, and you just meet the locals. It's a smoking room, and it is just like you sit there. Smoking what? Uh, whatever you can roll up and, and in Switzerland, it's illegal, but they didn't care in this bar and I'm not going to throw this bar's name under the bus, but not that matters, but it's, you could smoke whatever you wanted back there, hookah, fucking every vape and cigarette. I mean, they rolled them all in the back there. So you like, you didn't know the next person next to you was rolling joint spliff, whatever, you know, they're all just rolling up, whatever, smoking it. And this is just a giant haze you walk into. And then right next door to it is the kitchen. So you had this experience, oh, it's live. yeah. You you get the locals right, right, right there. In place.
0: That's, exactly where you need to be. That's good bar placement right there. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. You get the locals right there. Your waitress will sit back there and yell and. Swiss German to this other Swiss German person about how shitty their fucking people are. And then right next to you, in English, he ask you, so what would you like to drink? And so, like, you're getting your order taken to, hearing the dirty, like, dirty, like, of, like, the situation of gossip in the bar. And then right next to him, the the cook walks in, you're like, ah, fuck these people, smokes a cigarette, and you're like, hey, do you want any food? Absolutely. It was just the most intimate vibe I had ever experienced inside of a completely different country. And that's just like, I mean, even in America, I still have yet to find an experience like that unless you were like buddy, buddy with someone that works there. And for whatever reason, they just offered that treatment right off the bat to us. And it was just the most amazing thing. It was like that for a month.
0: Awesome And that's for a month?
3: Yeah I mean we go in there Every single night Till they like probably you. like 3 or 4am And at a point We were just like You know maybe we shouldn't Buy the alcohol here It's expensive and they're like Yeah please don't If you go to the grocery store And buy a giant bottle Of whatever vodka We'll just keep it here for you No questions asked Oh my gosh You just pay for the service You tip the girls out And that's it
0: See that's and this is a reason Why you need to get Outside the country Not only because It makes you more cultured But you're just gonna Have a better time so we appreciate you sharing that story for us. Tanner, let them know where they can find you if they want to see the work that you're doing or hire you or whatever the case may be.
3: If you want to check us out, we are at fdm.media. And that isn't traditional, but neither are we. So fdm.media. Love
0: it. Is that on Facebook, Instagram uh, That as is well? going to be,
3: so we can find, you can find us on Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook, but prevalently we're going to be mostly on Instagram and our website.
0: And speaking of websites, we got the com. Make sure you check it out Make sure you check it out and Appreciate you tuning in As you already know, I am your Sensei, Vio Sensei 24th Dread Kage of the Music Clan Oh Damn boy. boy, oh
1: boy And you already know who it is It's Shadow the Villain It's Shadow the Whisperer Pour your double cups up one
0: time Two more times and tune in We'll be back with another episode of the Sensei Said So Show
1: That was please
5: <laughs>
1: I was gonna say plus, I like <laughs> And that was Devil Is Not Welcome don't by Vio Sensei yeah. Please don't Yo Sensei And that was Devil Is Not Welcome by Vio Sensei Yo Sensei 24th Dread Cog Yeah, <laughs> Make sure. yeah. Oh, my God. And that was Devil Is Not... Oh, what is... Am I screaming? Yeah, you're loud. Am I screaming?
3: I'm watching those lines over there. Well, why They're am fucking I high.
1: I already dialed your audio and You haven't been that loud. So you want me to... talking Yeah. And that yeah. was... Not, okay, there we go. I gotcha. And that was Devil Is Not Welcome. Nice. Like,
5: or